For NFT newbies and OGs in Web3 alike, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast sponsored by Weld Recruiting. I'm your host, Carly Long, and I'm super excited to help break down the barriers to entry in the space and introduce you to some leaders who are doing truly amazing things. So let's dive in. What's up, Women in Web3? Today we have Allison Downey. She is the co-founder of Meta Angels, an incredible NFT project that is really making community happen. They're fostering connections. They have a wishing well that you have to hear all about. They are using a new technology for security purposes that honestly I think every project needs to use. Um, she's a board member advisor to a bunch of different companies and projects. She's still the CEO of a Web2 company. She's a mom. She does it all. And we really enjoyed speaking to her today. So I hope you enjoy listening. Welcome, Allison. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. We are thrilled to have you on Women in Web3. Do you want to start just by giving us some background on who you are, how you got into Web3, what you're up to now, all, all that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm Allison Downey. I'm one of the co-founders of Meta Angels, uh, as well as Angel Labs. Uh, and Meta Angels is a Web3 community that is focused on leveraging metaverse technology and NFT communities to unlock real life opportunity. Uh, so to give an example of that, it um, it's you know, using your NFT community as a network that can help you find jobs, uh, get introductions, get advice on sticky situations, um, whatever it is that you need. I love that so much. How did you come up with the concept for Meta Angels and Angel Labs? How far back did you go with Web3? Did you do a ton of research? Did you just dive right in? <laughs> How did you get started? Yeah. So I am a person who learns by doing. Uh, and when I started to um, to pay attention to Web3 and NFTs, um, I, you know, I was I was kind of turning over all the rocks to understand why people were excited about it because NFTs to me early on just seemed like beanie babies and like what is this? What is going on here? And came to understand that the way that NFTs were being used, you know, last year and and still um, in in most cases now, uh, is is a hybrid of a personal brand and a membership community. Um, and on the membership community side, you know, that's something I um, I know well. I've been community building you know, for twenty years in some form or other in my career, and. I've been very fortunate and lucky to be part of communities that have had a major impact on my personal and professional life. So I'm an alumna of Techstars. Uh, I went to Columbia Business School, so I have that alumni network. I'm part of a group of women in New York called The List. Um, but all of those networks, you know, they're they're gated and they're limited, and I, I love them and they're invaluable to me. But most people don't have an opportunity to be part of a network like that of people who are like-minded minded who are committed to lifting one another up. So really with Mad Angels wanted to you know, essentially at the beginning run an experiment to see if we could tokenize opportunity and access by um, by putting it on chain uh, and um, and give people who might not otherwise have a community of support like that a place to make those connections and have that community that is really based around um, you know, 
answering anything that they need. And the central construct for us is, is what we call the wishing well. Uh, and that is, it's you know, part of our discord and anyone who is a member of the community can go in and post something that they need. Uh, and then other community members can jump in where they can help. And um, the, the back end of that is our member directory where we have information about our members' expertise. And we have a pool of catalysts who, when someone posts a wish, uh, they, they look at that wish and it's, it's publicly viewed. Um, but they go into our member directory to see who in the community might be able to help um, and tag that person in Discord or reach out to them in another channel. Uh, so people can can feel like they have an opportunity to to engage and, and be supportive without having to be in discord all the time. I love that so much. And that's something I haven't heard in other projects. I know you guys are creating a ton of positive impact with Meta Angels and Angel Labs. Do you have any other stories or or utilities or use cases of that that positive impact that you're creating with NFTs and Web3? Yeah. So we have so many artists within our community who found their their first collector base through our community um, and made those connections there. Um, and one of the, the great examples that, that uh, just surfaced recently was a member of our community posted in the Wishing Well that they were having you know, a crisis with Stripe transactions and they weren't able to get any to go through and brief be processed uh, and asked if anyone knew someone at Stripe. Um, and it turns out a number of our community worked there. Um, so we were able to help them solve that problem really quickly uh, and get in there and get hands on. Um, and, you know, there are countless examples like that. Another one that I love to highlight um, is that uh, Debbie and Randy from Hug met through the wishing well, uh, and meta angels. So Debbie posted, uh, yeah, back in January, she posted that she was winding down her web two business was looking for her next adventure and was just putting it out into the universe there in the meta angels wishing well that she was looking for an opportunity in web three, uh, talked about her background and then, you know, a week later, Randy saw that reached out and, you know, here we are now months later. That is so amazing. I am having Debbie on in a few weeks, so it'll be so cool to flesh out that story some more. I'm really excited. Um, I wanted to ask, your community obviously is is so fruitful, so engaged to actually be making those partnerships and connections. Are there any major either differences or similarities that you've seen between the Web2 communities that you've been building and growing since like 2007? Versus the new Web three communities. Um. So. Um. So you know, I would say one of the biggest challenge with Web three communities, and and it's also the biggest opportunity, is how global in nature they are. Um. You know, forty percent of our Meta Angels holders are based in the U S., but the other sixty percent are global. Uh. And um. You know, it presents challenges with the twenty four seven community. Uh. And trying to operate in that way. Uh, there's a lot of expectation setting and level setting that you need to do, but that's also the magic of the platforms that we're using, that those communications can be async. Um, so people can drop in when they have bandwidth, when they have time, when it's a reasonable waking hour for them uh, and participate there. But it does take round the clock management. 
Uh, and that's something I feel like I've never seen in other communities I've been part of. How do you juggle that with being, a, you're also a mom, correct? Um, I saw you had written a book on, um, it was it was a while ago, on adva- advancing your career during pregnancy. And so I was like, I wonder if you're going to come out with a round two of advancing your career <laughs> during pregnancy in Web3, because it's like yeah. a whole different ball game with that 24-7 like global connection. There really feels like there is no downtime. Yeah, there's not. Um, and I also run a Web2 company as well. Um, Alex, my co-founder, is the CEO of Meta Angels, so I'm technically part-time. Um, but you know, we know that part-time in Web3 is... is <laughs> not what anyone else would describe as part-time. Oh, yeah. uh, and I mean, the short answer in, in terms of how I'm I'm juggling it is honestly poorly. Um, it's a, <laughs> a constant exercise uh, and effort to try and, um, and set boundaries. Um, Alex and I have been holding ourselves and holding each other accountable to boundaries um, and really making sure each of us gets some time to completely unplug. And, um, you know, like every one of every action is a choice. And I need to remind myself of that, that when I'm, when I'm opening my phone and answering messages at nine o'clock at night, when I'm trying to put my kids to bed, like that's actually a choice I'm making. And is that the choice I really want to be making? Um, so, you know, like accepting that um, it, it's going to be async, that there will there will be engagements and communications that are, are going to have to be a little bit slower. And the only thing that I, I have to be reached for offline is if there's a security issue, um, which fortunately we have never had. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it is a work in progress. And, you know, we all get the dopamine hit of engaging in the way that we're all engaging right now. And we all get really burned out. Uh, and this is a culture that is, um, that is not only burning out its founders, but it's burning out its community members. And that's something that we all need to be mindful of and, and reflective about and, you know, think about and reflect on those own, their, their own boundaries. But again, like, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do, because it is a work in progress for me. I would have to agree that I'm kind of in the same boat, um, <laughs> but it really, I think having a partner, having a good team around you that can help remind you to, hey, take today off. Hey, like go for a walk with your family, whatever that is, is so, so important. Um, so I'm glad that you and Alex have that because we don't want to see you guys get burned out. We want you to be around for the long haul. <laughs> um, and, and we intend to be, um, Good. it's just, you know, like there's, there's always something that suffers, um, uh, when you are working like that and, you know, just orienting toward what, what your real priorities are and what your values are. Yeah. On the note of the long haul, the long term, I know for a lot of people, it's been an interesting time with the market and people being skeptical still, uh, like having to try and explain what NFTs even are, that they actually do have utility. One of our Instagram followers asked a question for you of where you see NFTs two years from now and how that aligns with your project. 
Yeah. So, um, so I've analogized before that I feel like with NFTs, we're looking at the invention of the wheel. Um, and you know, this was, this was like a light bulb moment I had almost a year ago now, uh, where, um, you know, the technology as it exists today is just so rudimentary and we're just exploring and experimenting in it. Um, and you know, the, the history of the wheel is that, uh, it started as a slab, a stone slab, and it was being used just for pottery. And it took a while for it to get turned on its side and for someone to put spokes into a wheel. Um, never mind, you know, build the first wagon and then, you know, eventually turning it into the gear that pulls down energy from a wind turbine. You know, I've got conviction that those higher order uses are there. I don't know what they, what they're going to be. I think that intermediary step um, is, um, it's less friction. I would say that that's the the biggest and most important hurdle we need to cross over where, you know, we we stop talking about them, first of all, as NFTs, because it's a terrible term uh, that doesn't make sense to people. And, you know, in the way that in the 1980s, when we wanted to play a computer game or or, type uh, onto a screen, we had to boot up our computers and type C colon backslash setup dot exe to run programs. Uh, and today we just pick up our phone, swipe up, and we are interacting with the computer. Um, so you know, I'm I'm curious about what that interim step is that gets us from uh, where we are today, where it's connecting your wallet and your ridiculous 24 word seed phrase and needing to validate and seeing these transactions and contract um, details that don't make sense to the layperson, uh, getting to that point where you don't notice and you're not aware that you're using an NFT. And I think we actually, I think we could be at least partially there within two years um, where the technology is running in the back end and we're not thinking about it and and reflecting on it. Someone used the analogy with me um, that um, you know it's it's like having a really cool car and um, people are just talking about the engine, but ultimately like it's about the car. It's not about how the engine works and how that how that makes the car go. Um, like when are we going to be able to zoom out and stop talking about those little mechanics and talking about like what your destination is? I love that. The the possibilities. And I know you guys talk about that on the Meta Angels website, the the possibilities of blockchain and the innovation of NFTs. And I know one of the ways that you guys are experimenting with those possibilities is your lending technology. That's really like the first of its kind. Can you explain to us a little bit what that is? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things. It's it's just such an example of um, of how exciting of a place we are in right now. Uh, that so many of these things haven't been invented yet. People haven't conceived of them. And you know, with the lending technology, you know, when we were talking about. Uh, membership networks and accessibility and opportunity and and bringing our values to bear on the type of community we wanted to create, we didn't want to run the risk of the people who could benefit from it most getting priced out. Um, Because if you build something of value, 
when there's a secondary market for it, it's going to appreciate. So we wanted to ensure that there was a way for people to join, even if it wasn't something that they could afford. Um, and you know, the first question and cur- cur- point of curiosity for me was, can you loan a token to someone else, but still hold ownership of it? Um, and I, it was a conversation I had with Ben Yu of Curious Addies and my Akiyoshi, um, who's the CEO of Curious Addies. Uh, and you know, the, the wheel started turning for them. And they're like, I don't think that exists yet, but I think it can. Uh, and then, you know, two months after that, we actually launched and sold the first NFT that had built in lending technology. So our owners of Meta Angels uh, can go through our website and enter a wallet address. Once they're logged into their wallet, they can enter a wallet address, um, transfer, that, transfer that NFT to someone else, uh, and then be able to recall it at any time. And the person that it's been transferred to can't sell it um, or uh, transfer it to, to another wallet. So there's also a built-in security mechanism there that we hadn't been aware of when we were first thinking about it. Uh, and one of our community members was the one who actually floated this. So if you loan from a cold wallet to a hot wallet, and it can be your own wallet, that hot wallet, if it's compromised, uh, can't sell or transfer the NFT out of it. So I actually use my um, my hot wallet to quote store my personal Meta Angel, like it's Meta Angel One, uh, and um, I use that to log into Discord and authenticate on like, payment or prepayment uh, and on Twitter. Uh, so I have the verified picture, but it's not actually in that wallet. It just looks like it's in the wallet. Um, and my cold wallet can recall it at any time. That is absolutely brilliant. And I wish everyone was doing that. I'm someone right? who has gone through getting a, uh, it was a BFF bracelet stolen right before their first mint. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, super like so many feelings. I was embarrassed and I was just like, what, what don't I know? I need to like yeah. learn more. And a lot of people had said, oh, you're part of Web3 now. And I was like, you should not have to go through a, a scam or yeah. a hack or a rug pull in order to be part of Web3. So I love that you guys are proactively setting up these security mechanisms and thinking about them and, and teaching about them. And I think um, I know some of your core values are that transparency and accessibility. And I, I think that is so important to what we were talking about earlier of getting people on board and to that space of being able to just easily like tap into their wallet or NFTs or whatever it may be. So that is awesome. Um, I know we're, we're wrapping up here. Is there anything else before we'll get your socials and where people can follow, but anything else that you want to add? Um, I mean, I just, I'm so excited about what we see ahead. Um, and, you know, as we all know, we have been through a roller coaster of the bear market and are still in that bear market. Um, but, you know, it, the markets in this space move at like a radically different speed than we usually see. And, you know, the idea that, you know, within the span of six months, you can go into and then come back out of a bear and be back in a bull um, is just fascinating. Um, but setting aside the market piece of it, like I said, I 
I feel like we're playing with um, with the wheel right now before it has folks. And it's really just such a great opportunity for women in particular to get in at the ground floor and explore the space and, and really have a stake in how, um, how this landscape of, evolves and emerges. That's awesome. For people who want to follow along and be there with you as Meta Angels further emerges, where should they go? Where should they follow on social media? Yeah, so uh, Meta Angels is at Meta underscore Angels uh, on Twitter. And I am at Allison Downey, and it's just my full name spelled out. Awesome. We will drop those links in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carly. Thank you all so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's guest and podcast, be sure to write, subscribe, comment, all the things, and definitely get in touch. I love to connect with y'all. I love to hear what you're working on, any feedback or comments. If you want to meet a guest, if you want to be a guest, just reach out. You can find me, your host, Carly Long, at by Carly Long on all social media platforms. You can subscribe to my weekly newsletter, which is also Women in Web 3, and you can follow along at Weld Recruiting. Be sure to let us know however we can support you, and we look forward to our next episode.